So tonight we look back on two very different uh, defeats. We had the uh, the home match against Leeds where we were down with 10 men and then last night's drab performance at Middlesbrough. Lots of discussions to be had. I think uh, social media is raising a number of issues and we're going to deal with every single one of them tonight. We're also going to look ahead because I think that's an important thing to do. My name's Adam and this is the Progress with Unity podcast. That was a half decent introduction, Adam. How are we doing tonight? Not too bad, thanks. Yeah, I do, do my best. Put hours of research into that intro. <coughs> Good stuff. Uh, Aaron is back by popular demand and signed a, a one year rolling contract. Um, welcome back. Delighted to obviously get the move over the line, as you quoted me yes, the other yeah. day on Twitter, and yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a big money move and stretched our budget. You're back back to the manager aren't you yeah well we had to, we had to back Barry you know and just uh, that's what we had to do speaking of Barry how are you doing how are you feeling after the, the transfer from last week after the windows closed as well yeah yeah uh, on contract so it was no issue um, he'd been ditched by somebody so we stepped <laughs> in <laughs> what I'll say is I'm going to give him about more than two or three podcasts Oh, well that could be a feature of tonight's pod. Uh, and younger Adam, who's not the youngest now on the oh, podcast. Yeah, it's depressing, but he's still the youngest Adam. He's still the youngest Adam yeah. by some way. Got to move with the times, don't you? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I'm not so bad. Good stuff. Right. I'm a bit nervous about this tonight. And I think everyone out there will know why I'm a bit nervous, because it's how it's going to go. What I'm thinking of doing is just throwing the stats together going through the two games to see how we did just have a quick look at that <laughs> and then let's have a talk about performances how we think we've done over the last two games kind of roll it into one open it up discussion and then we'll have a look at what people said online as well is that alright with everyone? yep because yep. if it's not that's how it's makes sense anyway. no worries boss alright so um, I think we look back to Leeds assistant assistant manager assistant well, assistant yes assistant, yeah assistant. I'm the one that speaks English, like uh, Bielsa doesn't speak English, so I do it for, I do it for Barry. I always yeah. speak Australian, though. Yeah, the Aussie Barry. Anyway, speaking of Bielsa and um, the game against Leeds, we had 24% possession, which is woeful. And then we got... Is that an improvement on April, though? It'd be interesting to... Um, I think we, had, we had 20-something in April, didn't we? I'll be the positive one tonight. Is that an improvement on it? I don't know, I don't know. Leads 20 attempts as well, so compared to our six. Um, a lot of fouls, and we'll come into, we're going to speak about the referee um, a bit late, later on. There's near enough 40 fouls between the two teams. A red card for Joe Williams, which some say it wasn't, some say it was. It depends which side of uh, the Pennines you live on. Wigan Athletic nil. Wigan Whites 2 I think uh, a few people have had a few words to say about the Wigan Whites flag 14,000 on, 839 I think Leeds would have took more then we went to Middlesbrough on Tuesday night results in the bag percentages don't add up um, but um, <laughs> that sums up the season <laughs> <laughs> I think like uh, Rob, Rob Palmer's commentary from yesterday it leaves a lot to be uh, desired and a bit wayward. Pretty much even in possession. Um, attempts. We had 11, allegedly, and one on target. And then, again, the corners and yellows. <laughs> Sorry, I just read the, reading the bottom of these stats. And the final <laughs> score Middlesbrough 7, Wigan Athletic 0. <laughs> a 1 0 defeat, 18,649 on. A good stats brought to yeah. you by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> a, good, a couple of hundreds uh, from Wigan, 30 quid Tuesday night, on the red button, results not going our way, and that leads us now to this podcast where, <clears throat> how do we feel after four games this season? Barry. <laughs> um, I thought 
in the Leeds game uh, until Joel Williams got sent off I thought we equipped ourselves very well and I, I must admit I like the looks of Joel Williams is a cross between Lee Catamon and Michael Brown well, just a little bit more dirtier <laughs> and I think it's something we've been lacking as well we need a little bit I know Marcy picks up Brickins but he needs uh, an accomplice in, in crime and I think we've probably found it in Joe Williams uh, I liked his enthusiasm but as soon as he went off the pattern of play changed and, and they just took over the midfield was, was very good and I think we're it showed we, uh, we lacked a little bit in midfield which uh, obviously on Tuesday at Borough I thought midfield was uh, quite woeful to be honest and for me this is one of our problems we've, we've got one way attacking team, of attacking team and that's down the flanks and, and that's the only way we go um, I'd like to see us go through the middle a little bit more if we look back to the Leeds game when we beat them at their place the goals came through the middle didn't they uh, yeah. down the flanks you can go through the middle a lot of teams go through the middle Leeds went through the middle Wonder Martinez we used to go through the middle um, no, I, I think it, it, we don't have a Powell type of player doing there, and I think it's I think very we, much Windass potentially. Yeah, but I think he, we're really he, doesn't play, he doesn't play deep. Does he? They're not comparable, he but they doesn't. I think I think they they've, they've got football intelligence in different ways. Agreed. I think on the pitch though, they they play a different role. Yeah, they play a different role. He'd like to play off a striker. He's not one that you know Powell picked up the ball from deep. He, he drove us through the middle. I think Windass is more of a knockdown kind of. You know, you've got to go down the wings yeah. to make him more effective eventually. And I think, yeah, it's 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 concerning. Or from the last, from the first four games, I, I am a bit concerned about how good we look as a team and either yeah. defensively and attacking wise. It's mean, only four games, isn't it? Like, it's I only know, four I, games. I know, yeah. But I'm with you. Yeah, I am very concerned. And it seems like we want to go the Liverpool way, fast breaks. Uh, down the flanks and crossing in from, from rather than going to the bar line crossing in from deeper uh, but we've nobody in the box going on the end of it what positives can we take away from Leeds? I think the first 20 minutes first it out I thought we really took the game to Leeds I, think, yeah. I, I, I said um, it's safe for taking this game I think we've got a good chance and then the red card came I feel I feel you know you'd never know how we would have done a full, a full game like that you know a full commitment for 90 minutes you can't play to that intensity for 90 minutes because everyone fades off, you know, your fatigue comes in. But we'd have had, we'd have had that game. But there was a big decision that was made. Well, we might not have had it. I, I, yeah. I, 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 the positive was we, we, was, in, we was in the game. We also yeah. kept going. I, th- yeah. I thought we did keep going. We didn't, we didn't let our heads drop. We battled hard. We still put the blocks in when we needed to. And, you know, that, that, was, a, that was a good sign. We didn't wilt. But well, we put out on Twitter, as we've been doing, who's what people's thoughts you know pre and post match and everyone's come back and said the ref's having a shocker ref's man of the match let's yeah. talk about some Andy Madley or Madeley. well can I jump in again <laughs> sorry yeah. but I feel like I'm taking a warrior but uh, the Joe Williams sending off they were two yellows he tripped somebody he essentially pulled somebody out did a professional yeah. foul yellow card and the other one his foot was high whether it caught Bamford or not is too you know different but the referee saw him going with his lunging with his foot high again a yellow card he, he didn't deem it, deem it a red but Adam Farshaw pulled back Michael Jacobs and didn't get we got a free kick and he didn't get a yellow card later on in the game Adam Farshaw got booted Adam Farshaw hit the post with an error that they scored off it's the consistency and it was that's this, what I'm saying was this referee a select group 2 referee yeah he's refs in the Premier League has he yeah only a couple of games but he's so couldn't select something else is he, it he lives in Huddersfield and he's, he was born in Wakefield and in the middle of Huddersfield and Wakefield we have a big city called Leeds d- <laughs> now it, it's difficult because it has made a massive bearing on the game hasn't it we agree that he's made two fouls that are deemed yellow card offences and therefore been sent off. But then I'd say for sure should have had those the bookings made. And Phillips as well. Yep. Phillips could have gone on two yellows. Cook lost his lost his rag in the end, you know, and quite rightly so, because it's not that you're saying that what he's doing is wrong, but it's the consistency. I saw at one point Cook's Brugo flying everywhere, I mean that's Wait, what, to be honest, what he was doing was wrong it was wrong because there's a way of refereeing the game yeah. and it's it, and consistency is a key, key part it's of what, the game so what he, what he was doing was wrong it's what we've seen a lot of in the pre- when we were in the Premier League wasn't it the referees would although they would say they don't 
favour towards the, the bigger team and it feels like the referees felt the pressure from Leeds to give well, him the decision. I was just thinking that when he was talking then, there wasn't actually any pressure, of, I, I didn't notice pressure of the Leeds players piling in no, and no. trying to influence decisions, he just seemed to not boot Leeds players yeah. when, when, when... 36 fouls in that game committed and one yellow to Leeds, four to Wigan. Mm. Now... I've got a question for you. How many uh, bookings can a well for the team for the team? How many bookings does a manager get before he gets a touchline ban? Number five. You've you know the answer. No, no. I, oh, I put it out on Twitter and nobody five. answered it. Yeah. Um, so two away. Well, we're two in for a uh, cook. Yeah. Is it just like a, a rugby uh, yellow card? You know, if, if you if you, if you uh, transgress marked. again in that in the game, then you end up you're a marked man. Getting kind of sent yeah. off, but. You can, you know, it doesn't matter if you get one again. I don't know. Oh, easy enough to find out, I suspect. We'll, we'll have the answer next week. Yeah. Has anyone else got anything we'd like to mention on Leeds? Because we've, we've focused on Leeds to begin with. I well, mean, back up the reference. Sorry, I was no, saying the, the goals were scrappy, weren't yeah, they? I yeah. mean, if, cause they could have been avoided. Um, that, that corner. No, the first goal was shocking defending. Well, Adam Forshaw at the post. And yeah. The shocking defending. And what was the, the second as well? one off the corner. It was right in front of me. I could, it was just, it was a, sh- it was shambles, really. He ran the ball, he just, he just pushed him into the net, if, didn't if he? If the Wigan Walkers did that, I'd be outraged. Mm. It'll feed in probably to the same theme as the Middlesbrough on it. I suspect some of the, the way the goals were conceived. Well, that's it, and I think if, if anyone else has got anything to, to mention on Leeds. It's just about the ref, the ref there was one, yeah. I, I found something, I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but a few decisions that he made, for me, seemed like there was a big, big pause, not waiting for an advantage, something that happened, and then and then he'd pull it back, so that one, mm. that that late on in the game, last ten minutes, when I didn't see a foul, I don't know if he gave handball, and then I think the one, where was, was it the, the Fox pullback, was it, I, I didn't see what happened, but he gave a free kick to them on the edge, that Marshall made that good serve. Yeah, I know what you mean, right on the edge yeah, of the edge. Yeah, is, is, is he getting something in his ear? Because of I know, yeah. But the line's, uh, there was no flag the days of the lines and flagging is that not a, is it gets frowned upon a bit more now Var, isn't it? Var, let it go Var, I think it. I think it's more like a signal of what the referee's given now isn't it a flag going up it's, it's telling people what the ref's given so he's in his ear saying that's a foul and then afterwards he'll then flag it it's just, see, it, it, it's, it's just it really it, it, it's like they agree with each other whether it's going to be a foul before yeah. any, any indications made but again the, it, like, I know we're not having a Vardy Bay now but we might, it might affect us in a cup game maybe this season but it's because the, the fans don't really know what's going on and I think that's the frustrating thing I'm not saying the system itself is flawed mm. but these new communications mechanisms we've no idea what's going on half of the time so it looked like we were through on goal and then we pulled back. It was, it was bad officiating. It was shocking. One of the worst One of refs worst I've seen. Refs I've seen and, and you feel like you say that multiple times during the season, but that was ridiculous on Saturday. I was thinking it was almost as rough as his brother. Oh dear! Right. Maybe well, who's your man of the match, Barry Leeds? Oh yeah, Leeds. Uh, um, come back to me, Adam. Who's your man of the match? Keeper more. More. Okay. Worked hard all game. Won a lot of flick-ons, and it, it, I think it, with a partner like Windass up there, we may have, uh, may have seen one come to fruit. Keith Moore, ten, he was just ten times better than anyone else. Yeah, more class. Well, yeah, I'll go with Moore. So, Keith Moore has stormed into the lead already. Um, well, no, he's, not, he's on, like, on par with Williams. How can I love you more? Right, hey, we haven't got a music licence. That was with Eddie So, <laughs> we made the trip up to Middlesbrough. Tuesday night. <laughs> I don't know how to start this one. No, well, I, I mean, you said the goals lead into it, but I thought the goal was a good goal, to be honest. It was a cracking cross. Why are we not dealing with crosses? It was a crack, and, and the header, I mean, it, it, it was curling out, for, made for the striker to run in, and he run in, and he, and he belted it. Well, we're good between good the edge of our area and the edge of their area. I still think it was a good goal. Oh, yeah, but Kip, Kipri is like, what, six foot four? And the yeah. song belongs to But difficult to defend them because yeah. it's curling away from it. I, 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 I don't like it over the other side because I think they're almost. It, when you let quality players have that much time, they can put that ball Surely in. I so so, so I wasn't really blaming yeah. the centre halves. Again, they let, we let people cross the ball too easily. It's, may as well have a free kick. 
Yeah, Burn was three yards off him, wasn't it? And, and that was the, that's been the pattern. The Cardiff game, we, we were letting them cross too easily. And if you let quality players put balls, then these strikers, who are good strikers, can get in, in, in between. And it looks bad for them, but often the quality of that ball... But was that was it Nathan Burner who didn't close him down? No, Robinson. Was he was on the other side. Was it? Yeah, because I was going to say. It was Burner against Cardiff. Right. I think it was Burner against Cardiff, wasn't it? When Bogle scored. Can we um, just see what the um, the world of Twitter had to say before we delve in? Because it may start start some debate. Because uh, we asked for obviously some feedback. Dom Boardman, terrible display. No teamwork at, at all. No cohesion. Cook must take the blame. We need a manager and a good one, please, not David Unsworth. Which, obviously, we're going to have a talk about that a bit later. Uh, Gareth Evans. <coughs> Half-decent first ten minutes where we failed to capitalise on a woeful Borough start. We slowed the game down at every opportunity, playing free kicks, from which we never threatened. Lack of composure in both boxes. Resorted to long ball. No urgency, no real fight. Boring. It's a worry that we are showing no signs of learning from last season's away struggles. Right now, I'm struggling to see any positives. Was that just one tweet, though? It was two. He oh, did a two-parter. Right. Uh, <laughs> DB. Terrible performance after we conceded. Wouldn't have scored if we played till next week. Certain players stealing the living. Massey, Dunkley, Naismith, <laughs> Byrne, all not oh, League One at best. That's, disgusting. that's strange, because he's usually such a positive outlook on social media. So. <laughs> Thomas, it should be the end of... End for Paul Cook, sad after the first season and the joy he brought us. But his away record is an absolute joke. We'll have a look at that in a moment. And his tactics are worlds away from the way we used to set up under him. Players look totally uh, bare of any ideas. And his subs make us worse. Murph says that we were poo after 20 minutes. He didn't use that word. Uh, Kieran Ellsworth, pretty good performance, Dark Horses this season. Think he might have been trolling us. Yeah, I think that might be a joke. And then Stuart Hart. Don't stand for any of this cow poo on the PWU podcast. This is indefensible. So much quality yet after a promising opening 20 minutes, the team collapsed. Awful defending, long ball rubbish, no composure, no tactical changes, poor subs. Finish the game with Naismith up top, changes needed. And that came off the back of a tweet from Latic Speak, who put, wow, how bad was that? Two shocking teams, crap football, and not a chance created by Latics. One chance. Discuss. Big problem for us is we have one good defender, that's Danny Fox. And he's not even he's not tall enough, he? He's not. He's tiny, but he's the best we got. Yeah. And Kipper and Dunkley are massive, but they can't win there, did. Robinson, Robinson's decent going forward, but he can't defend. And Burns the same. Like we, we need. I've said last week we need defence centre backs. And I keep Robinson. But Might have one yet. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Him. And he didn't look great against Stoke, but you know he's played quite a few at this. Mulgrew well, hasn't he played a lot yeah. last season? Because Blackburn's captain, so hopefully if you get Blackburn couldn't defend last season. I think they played him in with, uh, as a defensive midfielder. Yeah, because I think they were a bit worried at the back. Yeah, last season. But maybe in a three, I don't know. Because mm. I think I think that's the other thing about our defenders as well. They, they, not just sometimes off the ball, on the ball, you, you're just thinking, oh, what are they going to do next? You don't feel <laughs> confident with them when yeah. they bring it ball out of defence. We've reverted to being a long ball team as well. They panic, panic, don't they? We're (laughs) smashing it up to Kiefer Moore and he's got no one in support. Nobody's making runs off him and we just Kiefer Moore's holding it up and then nothing's happened. One of the biggest disappointing aspects of our start for me was how bad Middlesbrough were and and we didn't do anything. 20 minutes, we we sparked a little bit but we didn't really create. I mean, there was that massive... Uh, uh, shot, wasn't there, when he missed and, the ball? And then the, uh, the law was the best chance, wasn't it? Yeah, but then that were it. That was it. And they were woeful. I think they'll, they're, they're in danger of going down and they beat us 1 0. And I do believe they're in danger. They've got a crap manager. The, all the players look like Clayton was, looks like he's an has been. Uh, shot at the back, I, I thought had a terrible game. All through the team, they're awful. 
but yeah, but the, two, the two up front though can do. Asombolonga, he's, he's and the, the other one. guy works yeah. works hard, doesn't he? Fletcher. Fletcher, yeah. Asombolonga, he was. He, he always he's, he scores against us like Bamford, doesn't he? He always scores goals against us. Yeah. But that was the biggest disappointment for me. It was a massive opportunity to to get something on the road. Um, um, do you not feel that you've seen that from last night? Last season, yeah. fifteen. What, the problem yeah. for, we've not got anyone different we've, all our players are proper mechanical players you get what I mean like Jacobs Pilkinson Massey is a bit different but we need like a somebody like Yannick or Powell even McManaman why are we like out like like the new lads someone who can come on and give us a Bright, spark Bright is the one who is different although he, he looks at the moment he looks uh, he looks like he just wants to do three yeah, or four tricks but if you want he is different yeah, he does mix it up a bit. He's definitely not a technical. Uh. We're not, we're not, we're not going for it, are we? Away from home. No. So we're we're we're, we're, we're wimping to defeats, and I, I I don't quite see the logic behind that because if you compare it to, I know League One away from home, we we set up positively, we dominated most games, obviously with the quality, but even even looking at the Villa game, do you know the first first game yeah. of last season? Mm-hmm. We we looked. Positive because we were going out the game. We weren't we weren't pressing off teams, sitting back and soaking up pressure. We, we we're not that kind of team. We need we need we need to have a, a change of mentality away from home because it feels like we're we're trying to play a way that just doesn't suit us. And obviously, as you've seen over the last twelve months, it doesn't work. Stoke away from home, Spiller away from home. We started off positively. Exactly. Away from home. The contrast. It feels like ever since yeah. like Preston away last season, we've just been absolutely. Yeah. Was that a mentality of a personnel though? Because obviously, for a massive part of last season, you're talking four or five months. The players that served us so well in the Villa and Stoke games were not available to us. Well, you, you know, in terms of the. I, did, I, I didn't do, do watch we have, last night because do we, do we still have the players I, did, I didn't watch last night because it was an, I, I, I knew we'd lose funnily yeah. enough well Powell I know, Powell didn't play at Bristol City when, when we could have won that game Powell didn't play at Leeds did well, for me he was on the bench do you, although our squad depth has obviously got better because we spent money this summer is our starting 11 better this season than last season well, it can we be had, can it we had the best player in the Reece championship yeah. is Rhys James best player championship ever since best player he's ever top left. 5 championship players Nick Powell in number 10 who have we got now yeah. I'll take issue with the Powell one because I just don't think it, we saw him enough on the pitch to mm. say that to say that we could really compare him to last season because particularly in that, that running he didn't play much of a part in it did no. he James, clearly you can't replace him. You what always, with Powell, you always had that hope of, are oh, we doing shit now? But we, he's going to come and give us a chance. Yeah, I know what you mean. You feel like you, you had that sort of uplift a bit when he was on the pitch that you thought he could do something. But he just, as I said in the running, we just didn't see him enough. But in terms of judging it, are we, are the personnel better? It's difficult, I still think, at this stage because we haven't really seen enough of the new players on the pitch to make that assessment as yet. I mean, last season, I, I didn't, by the way, and you can look, go back on the, the podcast, but the, I, at no point last season did I write Windass off. A lot on this podcast did. And in the first game of the season, he, he, had, he, had, an absolute, he had an absolute blinder. I'm not saying it could have been a one-off, but I, I, I saw something. I think we missed him and, last and I, and, and I think some some of these players, you know, it, it can take a bit of time to, to, to settle in. So I, I'm not saying at the moment, I, I agree with you the way it looks, it doesn't look like the personality is good. But that, those, look at Massey, look at the difference between the League One Massey, who was hard working, we all liked him on here, did a great job, to turning into someone who was a match winner pretty can, much last season. Can I just interject? Sorry, go on. I was going to say, you you could argue that. Powell had an influence on other players. We've got Powell, players like Powell like seamlessly made other players look better than they are. Maybe they're getting more exposed this season because potentially. Well, yeah. I'm just going to quote Adam Pendlebury from uh, five to twelve last night after the uh, Middlesbrough game. <laughs> really poor performance tonight, but let's get a bit of perspective. We are four games into the season. Had shocking luck with injuries, losing Windass and Garner, for example, who were our best player, our best two players versus Cardiff. What Paul Cook has done, he deserves more than ta- more time to allow the new signings to be integrated into the squad. More looks a good addition, and will better 
and with better discipline, Williams will do a good job. McLeod looks okay v Cardiff, and Marshall is getting better after a shaky start. Therefore, I can't see how a lot of people are saying he has wasted the owner's money. How does anybody know that? Dan Byrne looked useless for the first ten, for the first ten, but went on to be win player of the season. Greg started slowly and only really kicked in after Christmas. Chris McCann is another, and even further back, James McCarthy and James McCarthy didn't hit the ground running. The point I'm making is that not all signings show their quality straight away. Let's give them time and Cookie more time. Tonight we were awful, but no need to panic yet. And I think that's is that a tweet? That was on. Uh, <laughs> that was on. Uh, <laughs> that was um, yeah, that was that was in Mavena. But I, I agree. You got well, four games in. Speaking to you, Barry, today wasn't I about Gavin Massey um, because there's been a lot of negative press. He's had no pre-season. He's had no pre-season, so now these are like his pre-season games. I said the other thing you can look at is maybe if he plays 23 games, you know, for the 23s. All right, that's um, right. No, <laughs> because be obviously we've got players are all in the pre done the pre-season, aren't they, and working for. But we're at the position now with the likes of Pilkington out and. Um, and what I, put, I didn't put Pilkington in there I, and he played alright for game, didn't he yeah I'm surprised we got the squad last night that Joe Gelder weren't on the bench because he could he's fill that that number 10 well he's injured isn't he that's why yeah. yeah he's another one though I mean you, like you said I mean, that, that would be the sort of thing you just you, you know like a, a roll of the dice that yeah we work. need somebody to just come on and like yeah. give us a spark because we've well, not he'd, he'd be ideal to play off Bill wouldn't he we need somebody who comes on and like we'll just give it a right go. Try and take people on. And try and give I, was, I was just going to say that um, it's been raised a couple of times. I think we mentioned it last year as well. Do you think we are so so unlucky, or is there something that is is not right in terms of in terms? Something of, not right. Yeah, I, I said I, it. Give me your own look. I said it last night. Yeah. How many injuries we had already? We're at mid-August. We, we had pretty much our front four from the Cardiff games already. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, really. And they're all, they're not, a lot of them are um, the, the soft tissues, aren't they? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, been, it's been happening for 12 months now, and it's, there's, there's a, sometimes it, it is just bad luck, but now you've got to look at it and think, what, what's going on? Who's, play, who's man of the match from last night, then? I'm going for Jamal Lowe. Got to do it for our player of the season. Bloody hell. Boyle Piss, I've got Nate Smith. Nate Smith? What for his time? Put it in every position last night. Really, really on top. I think there should be a man of the match. Rob Hawthorne. Rob Hawthorne. Yeah, it was rubbish. I'll go David Marshall. It was rubbish last night. Marshall. Yeah, I think Matt, because he's made a couple of good saves, hasn't he? And not that the hard go Marshall as well. Aaron? Robinson. Robinson. I wonder if he went off through injury or tactically. I thought he was our best player. I thought to take him off and put Robinson on, to put Naismith on was quite a negative move, to be honest. Okay, right, <clears throat> now, we, again, back to Twitter, loving that Twitter tonight, aren't we? You are. And uh, I just want to say thank you to our uh, partners that we work with, the Wigan Athletic News and Banter Page, and Wigan Driving School, so I'll say thank you to them for their continued support. And Galloway's. Support. And Galloway's, so I don't know whether they're an official Is it Galloway's Pies or Galloway Spies? I'm not sure. That's the old stuff. <laughs> so just before we came on, before we came on air, we... Um, put out, we're going online, oh, live, what would you like us to talk about? Because that's what we're here for the fans, aren't we? Ultimately, aren't we? Yeah, 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 of course. So, that's what we are. just going to go through, because it's all around the same topic by the last tweet, which I think we'll have a look into in a bit more depth. Sure. So, Will Jones, when is the soonest you would consider changing managers? Uh, Joe Sanders, argument for both cooking and cookout. Shake it all about. Uh, Thomas, for those still in support of Paul Cook, what evidence have they seen over the past 12 months to suggest he's any closer to being a competent manager at championship level, one who's able to create a tactical formula to perform well consistently on the road? And someone just replied, Jesus, you really hate him, don't you? Um, so, uh, Alex Lister, why do people realistically think, who do people realistically think will come in and do a better job than Cook if he was sacked and should anyone be sacked four games into a season. Phil, the gamble of buying promising League One players, is it going to work or is it going to leave us with a League One squad? Barry Tank Gammon, if we lose to QPR, will Cook be under massive pressure? 
Thomas Smart with a picture of Anfield in his background. Should Cook be sacked? Fair play, Thomas. Got that straight to the point. Yeah. So, um, four games into a season, I don't think you should sack any manager. I don't think any manager yeah. should be under threat. Poor, poor guy, that one at Huddersfield. Yeah. Still, still ridiculous, that, isn't it? Keep him after all last season when they lost the game. Yeah. Build your pre season and then sack him after game three when they've lost to the favourites. Unless, of course, there's discipline behind the scenes that, you know, something, or something happens, but. Um, the way we finished last season, talking about the, the guy, what's, what's pro cook, the way we finished last season, the way we started. Um, but I think he seriously needs to bang his head in the wall with the away phone. Cause that, Who would you get him to replace him? Well, so I said, don't sack him. You had a moment last year, didn't you? Only, I think one podcast where you were, you were 50-50 about yeah. saying that, that you thought that we might need to make the change to stay up. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so it, It's all turned round, isn't it? But you think that was because of the time? You, you, you thought, because I think it might have been January, February when you thought, February probably. When you yeah, thought. but we, we've been on a shocking run and then we started losing games at home as well, didn't we? I mean, Birmingham come and battered us 3-0. Um, we, t- we had another 3-0 Sheffield or so. United Sheffield United albeit the, the promoted team oh, 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 um, well Birmingham weren't were they yeah. and, we, and we dropped like a stone at that point and it looked it looked like nothing was going to turn into a round so I mean it was it was essential that we stayed up last season wasn't it with the, with the owners it was essential I think it's essential again if they're going to be building it um do you, do you think we, we achieved what we should have last season or do you think we should have done better with well, that team? The achievement was to stop in the division. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, by a point. With that Powell and Reese James, <coughs> who else had players? Well, I don't think they knew what they were going to get with Reese James. Well, I didn't think they yeah, Nick Powell played, what they played about 20 games. Oh, well, yeah, fair enough. Reese James will win games on his own. He could have played, yeah, we could have just turned him out somewhere, yeah. you know. Yeah, but. Um, <coughs> so I don't think we should sack him. At all. No, but our record since the win over Bristol City last September. Well, don't do this to us. From Thomas on Twitter. Played 43, won 8, drawn 12, lost 23. In that time, we've managed to score a grand total of 39 goals, less than a goal per game. Show this to all defenders of Cook who harp on about our amazing home record. That's from Thomas. Well, I won't harp on about his amazing home record. I was just. Don't think it. He continues. Can I just carry on? Yeah, carry on. Yeah. In, the, in, in this time, our points per game ratio is also around 0.83 per game. That would have us finish on 38 points. For context, Rotherham were relegated with 40 last season. I should add, we should finish the league season. We, uh, I should add, we, I, we would finish the league season on 38 points with that points per game ratio. He's got too much time on his hands. He? Well, what I would say about what I would say about those type of stats is the fact that you already know what you want to prove. You don't like Paul Cork, and you will take the stats that will best support best support best support. It's like last season we could have had the pro Cork say undefeated in or one defeat in 12 home games and the anti-court could say not not one in well, that's 16 away it's just it's stat, stats can be manufactured to what I, I, I mean I'd, I'd take it if we'd started from the start of the season but Bristol City at home was on the uh, it was in the late September so yeah, that's well we, we beat Bristol City 1-0 with, with, with a late yeah. goal and then it, it, it did tend to fall down yeah. a little bit. After. Yeah, we had two wins in a week, didn't we? Yeah. At home against Hull and Bristol City, and we were looking, we were looking fine. But then another, in, we lost another player, another player, another player. And then I don't know where we ever recovered from those injuries because the mentality then of losing those games. <coughs> so what about this season? So what, what do you think, Adam? Sorry, to jump in. Does he stay or does he go? Oh, stay. Absolutely. You can't be, you can't be going off four games of a season. He stays. It's longer, shorts and longer of it. You've got to you've got to look at fifteen twenty games nowadays, don't you? Yeah, at least. I mean, what well, he'll know it's not good enough. Um, but obviously, it is a concern. I mean, the away record's been ridiculously bad, and I think the main frustration of games like last night in Preston is it's not shown any signs of getting better this season. Fresh, fresh players. I know you get time to bet in, but. You, you know when there's a positive mentality in, in, in a team, don't you? And did you see it last night? Did you, did you see us really going for it even when we were 1-0 down? We didn't create any chances. We'd, 
lacked quality going forward. I think if we're not if we're not winning, if we're not getting results out of the game when we're taking a more conservative look and giving a lot of respect to, to home teams, we've got to just we've got to go at it a bit. Lose team uh, team of strangers last night. Yeah. As well, didn't they? It, but this is us all saying this. No, what I'd like to think, or like us to think about, if if we could, how do we feel the owners and the um, the representatives, Darren Royal and Joe Royal, will be looking. Do you think they'll be looking at it as we're looking at it, <coughs> or do you think they might be a little bit more c- cynical and critical about it, it? Isn't every club going to have a contingency plan in place? And have people, not in the wings, but lined up who they'd like to bring in. Because you can't just think, right, we're going to get rid of the manager and have nothing to do on the back of it. But I think they will be looking at it. You know, we've, we've met Darren quite a bit, haven't he? He's a friend of the show. And I think what you, what you see is what you get. I think he'll be open and honest. We'll have had a difficult conversation this morning, no doubt. But it's how you bounce back. We're four games into a league season. I know away form's been a bit crap. Well, it's been more than a bit crap. But we're four games into a new season. What happens if we go and win 6 0 at QPR at the weekend? I'll, I'll Is everything forgiven and we forget I'll about this, it? I'll do this podcast naked next yeah, week. Yeah, I'll join you. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we don't. I won't be here. And we'll use, our, we'll use our first webcam podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously, what, what happens then? You know, we're not going to do it, are we? Everyone's waiting for. Everyone's waiting for. Cooked triple. It's never like we, we very rarely see the positive. It's not everyone. We don't want to. Triple. We want to. We tend to get the most. The, the ones who are more conservative tend to be the silent ones, unless they feel that there is some yeah. point to take to task with. The ones. What I would still say, I think, is is, is still isn't the majority. I still think the majority are in in, in favour of Cook State. Yeah, yeah. It's just the ones who take yeah. to the keyboard. And they, yeah, but but Cook himself has said, Ante, that the pressure's on this season. Last season was about staying up. This season is about building on that. Building. And progressing. And he knows. He be, knows. That's, you've that's got his objective. You've got to look at least mid-October before you even... Consider it. Even have, a, even have a discussion. Well, we, I thought Ross Lewis sacked too soon in November. I didn't think Coyle was sacked. He went early, 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 early November as well. He went, it was. I think they were different. They were slightly different circumstances. What? What's? He's he's not as bad as Joyce, is he? Nowhere near. Coldwell went Novemberish. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was too early. Yeah, we're talking about chopping seeds, but we're going off topic now. Well, not because it's about when you trigger. Every circumstances are different. Yeah, it does go down circumstances. We're, I think we're all, are we all in favour of cooking around the stable? I'm um, cooking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, as far as I can go, it's probably toast. Yeah. Alright, we're all yeah. in cooking. Somebody may need to get the chop. Rob Palmer. Yeah. Oh, we could be in the bottom. I just it Rob off, aren't we? Sorry, Rob off. We'll be in the bottom three, two tonight, can't we? Well, on, on let, let's, let's not dwell on too many negatives. Oh, Rob, yeah. Rob Palmer, let's go on to another negative. Rob Palmer's performance on Sky Sports last night. Sorry, Rob Alphorn again. Um, I, I didn't listen to the game. I had it on, but I was uh, watching the game whilst doing a quiz. It was shocking. He he uh, he had, he'd come on later on and said he's, uh, he apologised because his stopwatch was malfunctioning. Is what he said. Well, Fifteen did minutes. Did you um, not see the same thing that the? I don't know what he was. Well, you know. I, I don't think he was watching the same game. I think, I think would, it, would anyone be bothered if there was a no commentary? No, because it was really, he got players wrong anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah, I, I actually think if on that sort of situation, if if they're like good, like top quality commentators, and you know wh- whether you like them or not, the ones who do the, the whatever the big game on a Sunday, that you know the good commentator for the proper summariser, I think it adds something. If they're rubbish, I'd rather I'm watch quite, in silence. I'm quite impressed about how they found such a bad commentator. Because I feel like anyone around this table could do a better job than, than I've listened to it if I didn't stop. But he's a regular though, isn't he? He's not, he's but the not, thing he's is, just I'm, the, I feel like he's, 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 he's yeah. still in a living there, isn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of people did it. The Everton game on the podcast, and I thought they were spot on, don't they? You know, even amateurs can do it. I, I, I think it's hard to do such a bad job. I think the club will love this, because it's more a push towards the... Um, Biolatics TV. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Right, can we put those games to bed now? Because I'm sick of seeing it on Twitter. And it was rubbish, wasn't it? It's been yeah. a rubbish week. It has. Um, so, what we need is an away game to get over a bad away game. 
Barry, take us to London, please. Okay. Is it the Killian Prince Stadium? Uh, it is, yes. Uh, I mean, that's named after the young player who was tragically murdered, wasn't yeah. he, in an art crime. And I don't know if anybody's seen his dad doing the interviews. And he's heard, very, yeah. very touching and, and he's really moving. And, and I've got to give uh, QPR a lot of credit, though, for what they're doing with that. I think it's absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, uh, well done, QPR, and brilliant to name the stand. Is it the stand or the stadium? stadium. In the stadium, in his honour. Is that just for the season or...? Uh... I'm, I'm not sure, I don't know. But it's, it's really good anyway, whatever it's for. It's, it's brilliant and it's, it's brought a bit of uh, attention to, to the charity as well, what they're doing yeah. uh, to tackle knife crime in, in London. Uh, right, so we've got a QPR down at, uh, I call it Loftus Road because it's... Uh, Easy for you to remember. It's what I know it as. Um, the referee for the game, uh, we've got a new one, Matthew Donoghue, really? Matt Donoghue, uh, or Donners, as he's, he is known to his mates. Uh, he's from Manchester. Manchester, so he's probably going down. Is that a fact? Or the, no, it's all, all proper fact, yes. What, the Donners always in Manchester? Both of them. The both. Yeah. It's his yeah. first game, then? It's, uh, it's his first game for us uh, and QPR. Let me just tell you a little brief history about Donners. Uh, it's his only second season in the EFL as a referee. Uh, he's never refed us or QPR before. He's only refed at League One level before this season. That's the highest he's been. He's done about uh, <coughs> a dozen games. The season before that, he was refereeing in the uh, National League. Mm -hmm. uh, he's done Hull and Reading, Hull v Reading, and Barnsley v Charlton earlier this month. So he's. he's He's on the select group two. He's a former PE teacher at Gressel Primary School in Denton, and he left uh, at the end of last term to take up a full-time post as a referee. So, what's his record this season? Barry, uh, what's his record this season? Uh, he's done four games. He's issued 20 yellows, eight of which came in one match, <laughs> and no reds. Right. So, he's well, not too bad. QPR. We'll QPR. Previously, we've played them 18 times. We've won three, we've drawn seven, and we've lost eight. We've only ever won once down at Loftus Road in March 2003. Ellington, Ellington the yeah. Uh, in that time, we've we've lost six and drawn two of the games. That Adam tried reaching out to QPR fans, and they're a bit rude and ignored him. Don't we? Don't blame them. Yeah. But well, they are in the defence. They're playing tonight, and we always do everything live. So what, what did they have to say at them on their podcast? Uh, well, well they had a listen. They had a quick listen, yeah, yeah, to the open, open all ours. Oh yeah, with our friend, yeah, his daughter. It, it was, yeah, and unbelievable. It was, they were saying it was the 12 month anniversary since they lost seven one to West Bromwich Albion, and there's so much more upbeat than that that evening last year when we <laughs> when he was almost crying into his beer uh, at the end and demise of QPR. So he's very positive about the new management. Uh, Warburton, they like the style of play. Um, said he'll pass, pass it around a lot. Um, and they've impressed with some of the recruitment over the, over the summer. The guy on um, Amos, I think, on loan from Tottenham. They say he looks a decent player. And they've got a couple of good young players in, in the squad as well. And they've got... Said um, Cameron, I think he's was he at Stoke. Jeff Cameron, Jeff Cameron yeah. yeah. He said he's he's doing a good job, but experienced player in midfield, maybe something that we we could do with. Um, they, they, they don't seem hundred percent decided yet on Hugo up front, albeit you know unlike some of our fans, they don't seem to have written him off. Uh, and and also when you see what they've got in reserve, they've got Smith. Wells and Smith. Smith, yeah. You know they've got they've got some experienced goal scoring firepower, um, and and they look to the bench and and it's nice when you have an experienced striker that you can bring on. If if Hugo isn't playing well, you bring on Wells who scores this level and, and Smith. I don't think he's prolific, but he's a handful, isn't it? He scores against Stoke City when we play him. Yeah, and yeah, they, they, they seem pretty positive. The results so far, I think, have uh, been okay. They had that. They had the defeat. Well, yeah, I was just going to ask Barry. Do you know how they performed in the last four games? Bristol <laughs> uh, um, City opening day of the season, they lost two 0 away. Then they played Huddersfield at home, dropped down from the Premier League. They drew one apiece, and then they went to Stoke and won two one. Uh, as you said, the play went in Athens. Re recording, um, can't bring you to nice nice results. No, 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 it's no, no. Uh, Cheers, Jeff. I hope that's Wi-Fi. 
Um, anybody making the long trip down to Loftus Road? Aaron's just put his hand up for podcast land. Um, why? I don't know why, to be fair. They've got a big lad up front, John Newgill. He's going to have a field day, isn't he? Because we can't defend Edders. So Can I just ask you, have you got your ticket in the gold or the silver? Silver. Um, I'm not paying for gold, I'll just go and sit in the gold. Yeah. Have you been before? No, well, that, that's. I think it's always worth when it's yeah, a new, it's gra- new ground. It's, yeah. it's nice adding to the grains. And Are you getting down the train? Train. Yeah. Well, Fair play. So while you're going, what score? Three one QPR. Jeez. You think we'll score? Lee Evans free kick. Oh no! Don't get on the Lee Evans. Oh, yeah. I like that. These, young, that. these youngsters like. That'd be a good result. Uh, old my optimism of uh, seven days ago is going slightly. Um, I think a lot depends on who we can put on that pitch. Um, and, and maybe a QPR do tonight. If they lose tonight, I think against Swansea they might, might lose a bit of confidence. So, I th- just maybe squeak a 1-1. You've got them? QPR 1-0, Jordan Hugel. Nailed on. Oh, get Barry. Your, get your I'm not a big fan of Mark Warburton. Um, but I think he'll... he'll Doing enough for him to beat us one nil, uh, but Angus Smith picks from the bench. Yeah. What? Where would you line up, Simon? Add Marshall and goal. Um, Burn, Dunkley, Fox, uh, Kipri, Robinson. So you'd stick with that. Stick with that. Back. I think. Ramos. Morsey, Williams. Um, I'm running out of players here, aren't I? I think Lowe played well. Is that, is that right hand side for me? I don't you know. You play Lowe at centre forward. Centre forward, possibly, and then that's where you play. I don't know, I want to get Evans into that team. And it's who played up front, Lang. I don't know. Would you I not play Lowe up front? Could do, could do. I don't know. Uh, I think we'll win 2 0. Um, I, I really do. I, I, th- I think. To win, I think we need to make a few changes. I think it's and hopefully he stumbles across something because I, I, I don't see that that more or less that side that played last night can get us a win. I think we'll get a two 0 win. I'm going to go pos- positively. Now we've got a shout out to make Barry to someone who uh, spoke to you at the game last week, who um, said they prefer you hosting the show. Oh yes, Laurie, Laurie, hi Laurie. Um, Keep on trucking. Yeah, I got voted down. I was going to host it, but Simon pinned me down and said, Ooh, no right. chance. So, even no. Laurie, this is a shout out to you. He didn't really. <laughs> um, one of our supporters, um, News and Banter page, wanted us to give a shout out or just to mention something they've shared on their page today. <coughs> so if your son or daughter is part of a football team and would like to lead Ashton Town AFC out on a match day, please either comment on the Facebook page or message the page. It's a great opportunity to give kids a super day. This would include free drinks for, for all kids before the game, not beer. Yeah. Get to lead the team out, get to take part in the halftime crossbar challenge and there's also free entry for all parents. Please share this post up the lead the team out takes so good opportunity there because Ashton are on fire yeah they beat Winstonley with our men yeah so Mark's doing bits up there as chairman right so it's been a really positive podcast tonight I feel Um, how does everyone else feel with how we're going into the weekend Uh, well I think we've we've I'm very negative Mm. I'm negative I can't wait to bring on Barnes because that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, I want to see something different on Saturday. I want to see us trying to change our away record. Even if, even if you know, we do get beat, I want to see positives. I, I've not seen any positives away from home since Leeds United, and that was a one-off during the season where you know nine times out of ten we'd, we'd probably got beat. So. Really, we haven't seen a positive, a proper positive away performance since August last season. 
So someone's got to change. I've, I've not seen one. I've not seen Latics win away since. And Bury and Ander got a lot of games since Burton in 2000, January 2017. Yeah, and there's, there's been a lot of a meltdown over the last 24 hours. And if we if we get if we crumble again to a to a one nil two nil defeat away from home, we know signs of of improvement from last night. Then it's going to get worse. And it's you know it's. it's a hostile environment is not going to be good for, for the team, so we've got to we've got to show some something, something positive. Even if we lose, we've got to see something positive. that's why I'm saying maybe. Say, I don't know if we change. If we should change that defence. I know, like we keep saying, we can't keep changing it. We need to get the. But I, I think we just need to try and stumble across something. Um, I'm not convinced about Kipper and Dunkley in the same team. I, I'd probably take one of them out if we're playing three at back and put Mulgrew in. And hope that he, he can get he, he can pass it better from from the back. I know he didn't look like it against Stoke. Obviously, it was a bit of rustiness or something. But I'd like to see us control the game or get the ball on the ground and let's stop this negativity away from home. If, if we don't see improvements, it's going to be another unhappy podcast next week. It's well, two 0 Will Greg up the ticks? Come on. Has anyone else got anything like to bring to the podcast table? See um, in. We didn't do club news tonight, but we lost, didn't we, in our new... Uh, oh, to Bristol City, didn't we, 4-1, was it? Yeah. I mean, I, I think there was a bit There was a bit of uh, people saying, oh, I told you so, these players can't play in the um, first team. It's a learning curve. But it, I don't think anybody was saying that we would put all our development squad from last year into the first team. The idea is that you, you produce one or two, don't you? And I, I'd be amazed if... If Gell Hart and Weir don't make good careers of themselves, well, what I've seen so far. You see, we haven't had that bit from the club, we're just about to go on to it, that was going to be our closing bit. Well, you said it was a business, I thought yeah, that was yeah, a no, we're just getting, just getting there. That was a bit of live goal news, QPR are losing now. Oh, excellent. Um, Kyle Joseph and Luke Robinson have been named in the under-19s squad for Scotland, um, as well as Kiefer Moore has been named in Ryan Giggs's Wales squad, which will be interesting to see we'll how... We'll injured. <laughs> yes. Um, no Lee Evans. No, Lee Evans this time. It's an apprentice ground person vacancy going to the club. And that's pretty much gets us into uh, up to date. So, without further ado, I think it's time to uh, allow you to take your headphones off, smile, and look forward to Saturday. So, it's a good night from me. Good night. Good night. Up the ticks.